Welcome to C3 Church Tabra. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Phil Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. Lord, we just stand before you and just say, God, we just so want to give you glory through our life. So I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about giving glory to God through our life and I'm going to help you with some scriptures. Hope you brought your Bibles and uh, take some notes, maybe. Great days we're living in. God is doing magnificent things all over the earth and we're part of it. Garth and Jamie. Our church plant in Nairobi, uh, Kenya, Nairobi, um, doing very well. They're just about to put up their tent, uh, which they purchased from China. Uh, the aluminium, un, not like this one here, a more modern, sophisticated version. Uh, we're a little bit jealous, aren't we, Tim? Uh, aluminium frame, no poles, no, no um, pegs to trip over. And, and they're setting that up on a government facility in Nairobi, very hard to get commercial uh, space in Nairobi. It's owned by another persuasion of faith. Every time they went to uh, the commercial uh, landlords, uh, they were resisted. Um, and of course, they realized that this ain't going to happen almost. So what they did, they went back to the original facility that they were in, which was a little lecture hall. But they said, we've actually, there's a parcel of land, a beautiful piece of land out the back of this government facility. And they said, we don't mind if you want to meet out there in a tent. And so uh, the, the tent should be arriving shortly in a container from China, China. And, um, and they've got a good price too. And uh, so they're setting that up. They've got a, uh, they've got a great team that is uh, putting a floor in, uh, putting power on, and uh, AstroTurf floor, and uh, stage, and they are going to fill that, that space. Who believes that? So we need to continue to pray for them. What we didn't mention this morning, Kay, I think which was stupendous, was that we had a goal of 30,000 for Garth and Jamie, our church plan. And I think we're up to about 25,000 uh, towards Garth and Jamie uh, pledge. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. And uh, it's so good that we're doing great stuff like that. God tests us through our money. It's a, you just can't get out of it. God tests us. It's one of the things it's one of the commodities that he uses to test us in our faith. And so just, 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 just relax. If, if you're feeling awkward about, just relax. Just feel God's love. When you feel God's love, you feel God's empowerment, you feel God's grace, and you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. If you get yourself all beat up because, you, you know, you're struggling in that area, just start again. Go back to the base. Go back to, we used to when we played Chasens in the 60s, Tony, you remember, we used to call it bar, B-A-R, bar, meaning you're not out if you were touching that. And so go back to God, 
start again and believe again for God's love, to feel God's love, know God's love, and then believe that you can give Him glory through your life in Jesus' name. Let me talk about that this morning. God bless you. You can take a seat. Giving glory to God as Big Noise did. Wow. So we're talking about from ordinary to extraordinary. That's our theme. The overall theme, help me, uh, Julie, is, is purpose, isn't it? Purpose for the year. Okay, I'm online. I am in the groove. I am in the lane where I'm supposed to be. Now, this is the grandfather uh, file, so listen up, little one, in there. This is my daughter, my number two daughter. Listen up. This is the grandfather files. This is very, wow, it's profound. It's awesome. It's for you, and it's for, and it's for your life and your eventual wonderful life. And from ordinary to extraordinary, and I want to, I, I laid a base last week, and I'll, and I'll just quickly go through that because I need to give you context of what I'm going to speak about. The title is The Purpose and Power of God's Glory in You. So when I say that, or if you haven't heard me speak about this, you probably don't even know what that means, glory. What's glory? I thought we give glory to God. It sounds nebulous. It sounds ethereal. It sounds, no, no. It's actually what we do, we give glory. It's in us. So I want to tease that out. So I want to give you keys to releasing the glorious life. When Jesus said, John 10, 10, I'm going to move quite quickly because I, I just know that if I do, it'll keep you warmer. Is that right? If I go slow, you'll go, oh, we should hurry up. Uh, no, if I go a bit quicker. So John 10, 10, uh, the thief does not, Jesus says, the thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. And so I want to talk about this more abundant life. I want to talk about giving glory to God through a more abundant life. So God and Jesus is saying in that scripture, and he's saying, I want to prosper you. And, and, and I want to reveal my will through you. I, I want to do great stuff through you. So when we say abundant the Western mind goes, things, a boat, a bigger TV set. I actually need a TV set. It's going so dim that Julie's going to let me buy an, a high-definition, real high-definition TV set one day. And if I pray and fast, it will happen because I live an extraordinary life, an abundant life. <laughs> She wants a kitchen first. She always gives me the priorities. Every time I say, so, no, it's, it's the prioritized life. So we're talking about living an extraordinary life and realizing you have a glorious life to live. You have a glorious life to live. Glory is the goal of life. There's no greater purpose than to expose your personal glory. It is, in fact, God's purpose for creation in living on planet earth is to reveal his glory that is within us. And I said last week, a couple of statements just to give context. I said the greatest tragedy in life is not death, but life without purpose. If the greatest tra tragedy 
in life is not death, but life without a purpose, then the greatest shame in life is not revealing your true glory. Did that make sense? Cemeteries on earth are filled with people who died with their glory or unfulfilled glory being realized. The question is, why do so many individuals live an entire life never experiencing the glory of their life while others taste the glorious and most fulfilled life you could ever imagine? I talked about the glory, I talked about the bird. When you see that glorious, hopefully it's an eagle maybe, and it's full stretch wingspan gliding through the earth or gliding through the air, and you say, look at that bird in all its glory, don't you? I was just loving it yesterday because the time, the, the, the day, wasn't yesterday brilliant, the weather? The sun was out, there was no wind, and our little, I still, I still can't remember, are they budgies or are they? Canaries. Canaries and finches. I'm doing my message, and I could hear these budgies and finches going off, they're singing, they're tweeting, they're singing in their da, 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 tweet, 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 do, da, bum. and it was so loud, they were, it was like an orchestra, it was so harmonious, it was so, it was so glorious, they were giving glory to God, they were doing what they were called to do, the weather was out, they were in the perfect environment, the sun was out, because to give glory to God as a bird, it needs to be in the right environment. A fish needs to be in the water to give glory to God because God made it to swim and it needs water to swim in. Is that right? My TV set, although it's a bit jaded, it doesn't belong in my swimming pool it belongs in my lounge room. If it was in my swimming pool, it would not function. And it could not be a glorious TV set. You, my friend, were born to be in the Garden of Eden, which was the presence of God. That's where you function best. In the presence of God, you function best. And in that, you give glory to God. In your sweet fellowship and in harmony with God, you give glory to God. Glory is the essence of you, is the full reality of who you should be. That is what glory is. I said last week, glory is the most important aspect of creation. And it holds the key of a fulfilled and, and, and a personal satisfaction. The word glory in its fundamental meaning connotes such concepts as full weight, true nature, full essence, the true reality of something that God created. Therefore, the glory of a thing is its true essence and nature. The Creator designed all things with their glory or true essence buried within. Therefore, glory is the hidden truth 
of all created things. You grabbing this? The purpose of life, the purpose of life is to manifest that glory. How do we do that? Through revealing the purpose that God gave us on the inside from within out. When you, when you destroy a seed of a tree, the tree dies. It cannot fulfill its purpose. When you destroy the purpose within someone, you destroy the glory that can be revealed through that purpose. I know for a fact Pastor Julie is still wanting as a last almost quest in life is to play the piano. She can play notes and she can sit at a piano and do some doodlings, but, um, but she actually wants to play and she feels a little bit ripped off because something happened in her childhood whereby she was being taught and then she got disrupted, something cut in, and she never learned how to play piano. Now she sees Jilly up there, and Jilly, and she's like, I should be doing that. I should. There is purpose within you. When it's released, it gives glory to God but it's got to be in the right environment. Is that right? Glory is the full manifestation of your purpose, which is your true self. And I talked about, okay, just to help again with with glory, because we we typically say we give glory to God, and it sounds a bit metaphysical, a bit nebulous. Uh, You know, it doesn't sound practical but the glory that God put within us is something purposeful and something that God wants to outwork from us in terms of his will and his purpose for our life yes it's right when we lift our hands and give glory to God when we stand and give glory to God that is giving glory to God When we write a song and play an instrument and when we paint and do something artistic and creative, that is giving glory to God. Katrina, our secretary, has given glory to God through her artistic work on that wall. That is brilliant. God shows his handiwork through the stars, through all creation. It's in the doing that God is made famous and glorified, amen? It's in the doing. Even Michelangelo was able to reveal the glory that was within him through the Sistine Chapel on the ceiling. I noticed more people are taking photos of that ceiling. Have you noticed on Instagram? And You're not supposed to. The television set, to the glory of that person who invented the Thomas Edison, the light, 10,000 times he tried to work that filament out of the light, finally got it. Glory is released through the struggle of life. Glory is released. Uh, This orange, it looks awesome, doesn't it? It looks glorious, the texture, the color. But is its true glory revealed until I cut this open, 
maybe cut it and squeeze down and release the juice. The glory is released through life by being squeezed upon, doing stuff like vision builders. I don't want to do. I don't want to be squeezed. I don't want to feel the pressure. I sound like, why do I sound like the lion in Wizard of Oz? Put him up, put him up. Put him up. Why do we want to stay? I just want to shine. I just want to be, I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to be squeezed. I don't want to be eaten. I don't want to be squeezed. Why, why do I have to go through stuff? Why do I have to go through the stuff of life? Because the stuff of life, the trials and the stuff of life, squeezes you to reveal the glory. We don't know what you're made of until we squeeze you. They're like squeezing you with the juice. We don't, we, we, God doesn't, your faith is unproven until you're squeezed. Until you come out to your car and the tire's flat. Until you come out to your clothesline and your special garment, the dog has ripped it apart and you find it under the house. <coughs> True story. That dog is no longer with us. The squeezing of your life when you go to the hairdresser and they get it wrong. What do you say to the hairdresser? What do you say to your friends? What glorious language is released from your life as you go through life, the trials, the tribulations. I believe it's God's will that we don't live a peaches and cream life. I believe life is very much like a classroom where we live so quickly, as my dad said, at 91 years of age before he passed away. Life has gone so quick. I started to get a bit worried. when he's, I started to think and I said, oh my God, if he's 91 and saying it went quick, where am I at, at my age? Notice I didn't tell you my age. Someone said, you look 50, great. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> we are born to live, I need a cloth for you. Um, we are born to live an extraordinary life, not an ordinary life. I challenge you to not take your glory to the cemetery, but rather to manifest it before you die. Whatever God needs to do through you. Uh, let's do a scripture, Psalm 19, verse 1. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows His handiwork. In essence, when we use our gifts and talents to realize visions and dreams given by the Creator... We are manifesting glory. You are created 
to glorify your creator through the productivity of your works. Hence, vision builders. It gives glory to him what we do. The greatest and ultimate display of God's glory on earth was in the person of of his son, Jesus Christ, of whom the apostle John wrote, John chapter 1. Verse 14, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Why was he full of glory? Because he was doing the absolute, full totality of God's will. Imagine if someone walked in here who this week had done 100% the will of God this week. Oh my God, who is that person? The Shekinah glory is on them. It's like their Moses have come down from Mount Sinai with the tablets. Shining because glory is the weight, the reputation, the full essence, the full weight of what God would have through a person or thing, a created thing. Imagine if they walked in. I've seen glorious people. I've seen, I remember seeing Tommy Teeny. Do you know who know Tommy Teeny is? He wrote the book, The God Chasers. I remember seeing him walk into a meeting and went, look at the glory on that man. I've never seen anyone who's had such glory. I I remember seeing Rodney Howard Brown in, in a meeting and I saw the glory. The anointing, remember Mark? In the days when Rodney would turn up, the the evangelist, the international evangelist, the laughing revival, and and the glory was radiant. I see the glory on you people. Look at my mess. There's glory all over him. Absolutely, you don't know it, but there is. You're shining. You are a sign and a wonder in a broken, dark world. Everywhere you go, you're gonna light up. Every classroom you walk into, I love this stuff. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ through all the generations, forever and ever. Paul speaks of this glory being made manifest where in the church... His will, his essence, his reputation, all that he is being made manifest in the church and through us. Now, here we go. 2 Corinthians 4, 6 says, For it is is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, We have this glory in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. 2 Corinthians 4, 8, here's the kicker now. It was all going along swimmingly until I came to this verse. Verse 8, we are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also 
may be made manifested in our life. Who can manifest Christ after you've been through a bad day? Who, 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 can, who can say this week, I went through a terrible day, I went through a bad day, things didn't work out, stuff happened, ah, and you know what, I just bounced right back and I just gave glory to God. Pastor Julie, you had a bad week, and what was your response when you got squeezed? You worshipped. Top of the class. Oh, see, I can see the glory on you straight away. Bang. You just got the McLean smile. Bang. You know, just. <laughs> you just. Was it because it was the power of God working within you? It's, it's God's will that we reveal this light of the glory of what he has on the inside of us. Yes, it's true, we're earthen jars, we're clay jars, uh, but still there's glory within us. You might think you just haven't got the ability, you're not comfortable with your appearance, you're not happy with your, your attitude, but there's glory in there, it's buried in there. We can... God can get it out. He can fulfill what he said he could do. Six days, he created the heavens and the earth, the universe. And, 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 and then after spending six days, he says, I, I need to create something more magnificent. And, and he created you and I, mankind. Genesis 1.26 says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let us make man in our image, I'll explain in a moment, in our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, so that God created man in his own image, own image, in the image of God. He created him male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. We were created in the likeness of God. We were created to have dominion over the earth, to take authority over the atmospheres, to take authority over, over the resources on the planet and make something of it glorious. We need to understand something, that being made in his image doesn't mean made in the image. He doesn't look like you or me. The image he's talking about is the spiritual, intellectual, and moral likeness to God. You have spiritual, you have spiritual, intellectual, moral likeness to God. You are made in the image of God. That's how you're made in the image of God. The spiritual, moral, intellectual likeness to God. Because God is not flesh, God is spirit. We're made inside us is the intellectual, the moral, the spiritual likeness of God. We, we need to grab that. We need to get that. Inside you, you're made in the image of God, the spiritual, moral, intellectual likeness to God. The attributes of God are in you. The nature, the character, the attributes 
and you were born to rule. You were born to take stock of the situation and say, we can make a difference on this planet. We can make a difference in every place we go. We can make a difference for someone's life, business, family. You can make a difference. I do a little survey right now. When you get through life and you see people, obviously, on the receiving end of just living absolutely by whatever comes their way, by the circumstance of life and, and whatever the weather determines. And Did you get in your spirit a determination to make a difference? I just want to do a survey. Just, just, just hang on. I'll just qualify that a little bit more. Do, do you, when someone says, I'm sick and I've got a nagging pain, the doctors are saying, what's your response, the glory within you, the intellectual, the moral, the spiritual essence of God within you? How does that respond to life, to that person? What do you do? When, you, when you're squeezed in that situation and you feel, you know, like, God, why am I hearing this stuff for? What, what, why am I hearing this stuff for? What, what is your response in that? Do you feel like, well, I'm made in the image of God. Uh, morally, I don't think that's right. Intellectually, Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. By his stripes, we're, we're healed. Uh, I, I know that theology. Uh, moral, spirit, spiritually, I can pray. Spiritually, this could be a spiritual matter. This could be a spiritual matter. Does that come to bear or does the flesh come to bear? Oh, you poor thing. Oh, boy. Have you got, a, you got, a, you got an extra violin? You, let's, let's, no. You, you, you want, through the leadership that God's given you, you want to respond. Is that right? Did you maybe sometimes say, let me pray for you? Do you maybe sometimes say, hey, you know what? My God, he could heal you. Do you go public? Do you, do you let the glory of God be revealed? And you, and you say to that person, you know what? I just feel like, wow, something in me, something glorious, something of a, of a knowing and of a resolve and a determination of a faith in God. Something is saying to me, we can make this better. That's the glory within you. That's the glory. But uh, sometimes it needs to be squeezed out of us. Squeezing the glory out. Mine be the travail and thine be the glory. We're travailing, he's glorified. More often than not, the full glory of a thing is not readily apparent at first glance. It is hidden beneath the surface. Glory comes out through a process that inevitably and permanently alters the container. So yes, if I was to break this orange open, it would, it would change it. It would change it. That's how we get the juice out. In a similar way, God's glory in us is not always readily apparent because it is hidden inside these jars of clay that we call our bodies. God's purpose for us is that we become what he created us to be so that his glory hidden in our jars of clay can shine forth and bring the light of his true nature to blind 
to a blind and dark world. Will it happen? Well, the Bible says it will. I'm not ready for it. I don't think it's ever going to happen. But Paul says in Philippians 1, 6, being confident of this, this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will complete it, will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Meaning that if he's brought us to salvation, there will come a time when our bodies are glorified, then our life is glorified. Is that right? And that's what becoming mature in God is all about. That's why we have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in allowing us to understand what God wants us to do so that we can glorify God, changing us, becoming more like Jesus, and that's what we're born to do in the relationship with Jesus, in the relationship with God the Father, through Jesus, in the power of the Holy Spirit. We find ourselves in the perfect environment to flourish and to reveal the glory of God. When we come out of the presence of God. They say, if this was a men's uh, meeting, I would say things like this. Men outside the presence of God is a wild beast. I think a lot of ladies could concur with that. When their husband is out of the presence of God, their husband is a wild beast. When he's in the presence of God, he's glorious like heaven. Paul, magnificent stature and presentation through a diehard Australian with Scottish background and Welsh background, may I say. But he is mostly in the presence of God, giving glory to God. When the squeeze is on for heaven... The juice comes out. I didn't mean to do that. Was that did, I, did I just wreck my sermon? <laughs> or did I just bless it? <laughs> but does he look the same? Does Evan look the same by getting the juice out? By all, by all that's... Now I'm getting serious now. By all that's happened to him. By all that's happened to him. Stuff. Fell off his bike when he was a kid. Showing my dad Google Earth in his latter years. And he said, take me to the school where I, where I, where I used to go to school. And zooming in, Google, is that bad? That's where I fell over in the gravel. He couldn't believe it. Something happened to him there, but more than happened than that, he lost his dad when he was eight. Fell off the dock wall at Newport in Wales. Smashed his head. Lost his father when he was eight. His father was 36. Went to war. All his friends, he said, didn't come back to his little Welsh neighborhood. Married my mom. He was a city boy and, or some would say a commoner. My mum was a little farm princess, farm owners, and copped another lot of stuff. But I know this, my dad at the end of the day, the juice of who he was, he never complained about the war. He, 
He wasn't angry with anyone. Just juice. The essence. We didn't know until he died all this stuff that happened to him. He didn't whinge. He didn't complain. He wasn't bitter about life. He loved people. He loved people. All you would get from my dad was... <laughs> Kalina's are hating this. I'm nearly done. I'm nearly done. All right, here's the kicker. Moses, he's been squeezed. This is a good way to get people's attention. Take note. <laughs> Has a burning bush experience. Calls Moses by name. By name. You're standing on holy ground. That's when you know God's got your attention. Phil, I'm calling you. You're standing on holy ground. Get your Havanas off right now. He calls me into ministry, but I know I'm standing in the right environment of the glory and the anointing and the squeeze is on. I don't want to answer the calling to God to birth a church, to become a public servant of the Lord. I, I, I want to be an introvert. I want to mind my own business. I don't want to bother with people's problems and stuff. But the squeeze was on. And when he squeezed Moses, Moses responded. And he said, but, but someone else can do this. I can't even speak. Get someone else to do it. Cam Harvey, he's awesome. Get him to do it. Because when he's squeezed, glory comes out. No, I'm choosing you, Moses. I'm choosing you, Jonathan. I'm choosing you, Andrew. I'm choosing you, Evan. I'm choosing you because I know when the squeeze is on from Pharaoh, you're going to squeeze back through God. God's going to, because God said, I'm not going to have all these guys worshiping frogs and rivers. And I'm a jealous God. The glory goes to me. All the glory goes to me. Not you, Moses. Just, just remember, you're going to do some glorious stuff, but the glory goes to me. So Moses finds himself in a predicament. He's being tore open from his nice shepherd life. And now he's been broken open. And now the juice, the essence of who he really is, the weight, the weight, Sarah, of who people are is in you. But God's got to squeeze you. God's got to pressurize you a little bit. Vision builders, oh. Giving, oh. Worshipping God, oh. Witnessing, oh. Praying. Forgiving someone. Oh, that, that was hard. That was hard to get that out, that juice. Forgiving someone, oh. Oh. Forgive them, Father, for they don't know what they do. How about if I just move? <laughs> <laughs> a 
And if you read all the scriptures around that, which is the greatest example I can give you about God releasing the Israelites from Egypt, if you read through all that in the narrative, it constantly says, yeah, Pharaoh, I'm going to harden his heart. But that, does, that doesn't mean God is hardening his heart. He's going to let his heart be hardened because God's a sovereign God. So when you stumble, he's hardening people's heart. No, God is basically saying, I'm going to let his heart be hardened. Pharaoh put the squeeze on Moses, and Moses put the squeeze on him. Ten times this went on with the plague. Do you remember? The frogs, the gnats, the flies everywhere in every crevice and every hole. Until Pharaoh said, please get out of my sight. He couldn't take the squeeze any longer. But God got the glory. The signs and the wonders that God is doing through this church in supporting us and keeping us and keeping the doors open to this church. God's a jealous God. It's not going to be attributable to me or one person who's wonderfully blessing this church financially. Because at the end of the day, when this baby's born, that baby will say, the glory goes to God. And the glory goes to the people that believed in such a vision and believed in such a God. Because God's a jealous God. And all the glory through the deliverance of the Israelites went to God. But it took a squeeze. 90, they say 92% of people can't handle the squeeze. And they resist and go back. Please, I just want a nice life. Please, my texture is good. Fragrance is good, sweet fragrance under the Lord. But God, while we live on earth, wants to squeeze us, to bring out the best out of us. By the grace of God, go I. Jesus is our greatest example. He was squeezed, he was broken. He was ridiculed, mocked, beaten. I could go on. But when they did that to the Son of God, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they do. All the glory went to God. The glory was released from Jesus. Just like God wants the glory to be released through you. Inside you is glory. It's how we deal with the squeezing, the complications of life, the circumstance of life, the pressure of life, the stuff of life. It's how, I'm nearly done, it's how you respond. If you get squeezed and you bring out ugly, not a good day. But if you bring out the good stuff, you are living a glorious life. And unto him goes all the glory.
and the people of God say, Amen. Amen. Let's close our eyes. God bless you, Father God. If there's people here that need to a fresh start in God, if, if they're not sure about who they are in God, if they're not sure if they can take the squeeze any longer, but they need grace, grace is the empowering presence of God. It's the perfect environment for you to live your life through and in. You were born to live in the presence of God. You weren't live, called to live on the back paddocks of life. You weren't called to live in a desert of a world. You weren't called to live in a dark world. You were called to live in the glorious presence of God. In the presence of God, glory is released. So Father, with this, let's all stand. God bless you as you do. Father, as we stand before you, I pray, God, that we would be a glorious church, that when the squeeze is on for C3 Tugra, that glory would be revealed. When the squeeze is on us at work, at play, in the home, as fathers and mothers, that glory would come out of us, Father God. We're praying when the squeeze is on to step up and take our place in the church. When we're squeezed like Moses was squeezed, Lord, that the juice of the essence of who we are, the attributes, the character and the nature of God would be revealed through us. Father, we pray, God, that this morning that the anointing would come upon us as we live in this broken dark world Lord God and as we realize we're being squeezed and even Pharaoh is squeezing us we pray God that we would take that for the Bible says that we overcome the enemy by our testimony and through the blood of Christ it's through the testings the trials the tribulations that we overcome, that we have a testimony. You hardly hear anyone giving testimony of all the good stuff. It's, 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 when, it's when they have a testimony of getting through their illness, getting through their brokenness, getting through their circumstance, their debt, their, their stuff that God's taken them through. God is allowing you. He knows the end from the beginning. He's allowing you to go through that stuff. Give Him glory as you as you trust Him and believe that He will get you through to the other end. God, forgive me for my sharp responses of negativity and complaining and criticizing of that which you take me through because now I know, Lord God, in the squeezing, the true essence of who you are in me shall be released. If you need a prayer for salvation, maybe you've grown, your, your candle's grown dim in your heart towards God. Maybe your heart's grown dim. Maybe you've been on, out, out of the presence of God. I've got a prayer for you. This, this is a simple prayer of inviting Jesus into your heart, into your life. This is a simple prayer of igniting that spiritual life and revealing the glory of God within you, that moral, intellectual, spiritual life that is within you, that glorious life that is within you. I have a prayer whereby it can be released. If you want this prayer, if you want this prayer, if you want this prayer, if you need this prayer, if you acknowledge this prayer, you shall be saved to live a glorious life. Eyes closed, eyes closed. Father God, simple prayer of salvation Jesus is the way the truth the life 
It's unto him that we live a glorious life and reconcile every single thing. He turns things all around, all things around for our good, to his benefit. If we understand that we put God first, he can turn all that stuff around and we can glorify him through our life and all the stuff that's happened. If you want that, if you want God to resolve, resolve every part of your life to give him glory, here's a prayer for you. And we'll all say it together. Father God, I believe in your son, Jesus. I believe he walked the earth, performed miracles. was squeezed to release glory, the glory of salvation for me. Rose from the grave, lives at the right hand of the Father and intercedes for me to release the glory of his Father. Lord Jesus, forgive me of all my complaining negativity criticizing sourness forgive me Lord because you allowed me to go through that stuff to give you glory but I thought I was being shamed. I was being blamed. I was being beat down on. Forgive me, Father. From now on, Lord, I will glorify you and I will praise you through every circumstance. And through everything that happens to me, as your word says, in this you greatly rejoice that now for a little while, if, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to be praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ whom having not seen your love, though now you do not see him, yet believing you rejoice with joy, inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. And the saints say, and the saints say, <laughs> can, I, can, I just, can I just declare something over you? We only do one service uh, a day almost, and it's very hard when you've got a big message like this. But can I just say this to you? We need, we need to be ready and willing to be squeezed for God's glory. Okay, here's 10 principles. Shut your eyes. Here it is. Here it is. And, and, it, and just before I go there, you have to understand that God sometimes allows us to be squeezed by trials, hardships, Obstacles, pressures, to test, purify, strengthen your faith, but also to bring His glory so that others will see and say, 
oh my God, they serve a big God. All right, 10 principles, here we go. Glory comes out under pressure. Two, we show the world how big God is by the trials He brings us through. Three, what He sees as problems, God sees as opportunities to manifest His glory. Four, God is very jealous both for the reputation of His name and for His glory. Five, when people see God working through and overcoming obstacles, they will know He is God and will give Him glory. Six, God always wants to expose His glory so that people can see and know Him. Seven, sometimes God will squeeze us by allowing trials, hardships, and obstacles to pressure us, not only to test, temper, purify, and strengthen our faith, but also to bring out His glory in us so that others can see Him. Eight, let life's pressures squeeze the glory out of you so it permeates the environment around you with the sweet fragrance of God's presence. Nine, if we want to become all we were born to be and see God's glory manifested in and through, we must adjust to a God-centered perspective in life. Meaning, it's not all about you. It's about God revealing Himself through you. Ten, we need to be ready and willing to be squeezed for God's glory. Amen. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3telgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.